Welcome back to another episode of Stay Oriented Podcast. Today, me and my brother are in person with each other. Yep. Strasvoite Tavarishi. Welcome, comrades. This is our, yeah, well, obviously, this is our first time setting up in person together. I'm visiting Los yes. Angeles. And uh, it was kind of frustrating getting all of this set up. Yeah, because this is the uh, Lucas play area. It's like right behind the entire setup right here is we shoved all of Lucas, Lucas play toys and like ball pit and like the basketball hoop. It's all back there and uh, trying to do like a makeshift space for. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, I also had to um, bring all my stuff, my mic from uh, my mic and camera from uh, Texas. And apparently you have to treat your uh, audio cords like a little baby. Otherwise it can malfunction. And I think I messed up my mic cord but i kind of messed it up again to get it to work yeah uh, so now i just can't touch anything to make sure we get through this episode yes don't touch anything and uh yes audio equipment is actually the most like the audio cord i don't know like maybe out of copper or something like that it's like it's just like particularly like soft it's just particularly very yeah. very uh real gentle with yeah like it. the part that Sensitive. connects the power that gets the power is just fine but the part that connects the actual audio apparently is really really finicky and i learned something new today yeah and we have a three camera setup we usually just have our webcams on but now today we got a third camera over there and uh i don't know we went through the hassle of like treating this like a very professional set and then <laughs> now that we're here i'm like looking out the different angles that we got like yeah. Uh, we could have just made 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 <laughs> made it through with two, and <laughs> no one really gives a fuck if they see both of us in the same shot. Yeah, it's cool. We did it. We're here, so uh, yeah. let's get it started. Not sponsored by Truly, but, but uh, we love Trulys. Yeah, we've been or White Claws. Either one doesn't really matter. I'm a seltzer kind of guy. I'm not a big drinker. Yeah. <laughs> cheers! Cheers! <laughs> All right, what are we talking about today? Um, How's your week been so far? <laughs> just as good as yours. <laughs> so yeah, I guess we can just kind of talk about that real quick, just to break the ice. Yeah, why are you here? I am here because I was supposed to. Me and Diana were Diana and I. Diana and I. Yeah, Diana and I were both supposed to be here for Luca's first birthday and his birthday party, uh, but some stuff happened at our business back in Dallas, so we had to stay back. And it was Diana's birthday this past Friday. So, uh, we're basically coming here for vacation and just to make up for missing Luca's birthday. Yeah, no, it actually worked out that you guys are coming in too because uh, we recently started a new project together. Uh, we're trying to expand the family business. I don't know if we ever talked about this. So nothing's like cemented. Nothing is like yeah. super cemented. But we're we're going through the through the early motions of trying to set things up uh, to have a second location for our uh, family bar club. And it's really hard to describe what we actually are trying to do because the first iteration of this family business was meant to be a coffee shop and it somehow merged, uh, it, it somehow transformed into a restaurant at some point and then it turned into a nightclub. Well, okay. No, but then we supposed to carry over supposed all those elements. all three of those things together. Okay. So it was okay. supposed to be a coffee shop in the morning. And then we had a full kitchen that we would serve food all day after, you know, lunchtime till dinner. And then at night, it was supposed to be kind of like a like a nightlife uh, establishment. 
Um, but being in the area that we are in Dallas, um, and also just how we executed it, it didn't work the way we planned it to. And we're basically known for just our nightlife. And so in trying to open up a second location, uh, we have to be a lot more methodical and really know what we're doing. Take all of the lessons that we learned from the first location and apply it to be more successful in the second one uh, off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. And w- would you say that you're going to try some of the original ideas again? And then, or are you going to just lean more heavily into what it's been and just kind of like duplicating? I think we want to lean a little bit into or try some of the things that we originally intended. Like bringing back some of the ele- earlier elements. Yeah. But then yeah. this time, like having the know how or at least like process of elimination, right? Because like, exactly. like you try the first time around, didn't quite land. Most likely the location had a big deal, a big part in that. Mm-hmm. But this time around, you're going to do it again. But this location seems to be a little more, I, th- I think it's a little more food friendly, food yeah. centric, right? Yeah. And also, and, and also the second time around, we'll have uh, Diana, my wife, to help us. My uh, wife. <laughs> to help us open this one and, and uh, you know, Casey's consultation as well. So we're just going to be... We're going to be a much better team this time around trying to figure things out. Yeah. So I've actually hopped on board. Like I've never really been that involved with the family business because I've always had my own thing going on over here. But lately, uh, you know, like I think with Luca, Luca kind of changed my mindset a lot. Like I, I've never been very entrepreneurial. I've always been like, uh, yeah, you know, like I'm like, a. You know, like the evil hench, uh, henchmen in movies, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm just like a dude for hire, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I make videos, I can do graphic design and, you know, I'm a storyteller, you know, I'm like, if you got some of that stuff that needs to be done, I'm your man, you know, I'm good at what I do. And, you know, I've always viewed myself like that. But then now that Luke is around, I'm like, hold on a second. You mean I got to pass down stuff to this person, you know, that this person that I gave birth to and, and, you know. Like whatever he has in life now is basically what I can achieve. And I was like, fuck, I kind of wish I could give him more shit. You know, I'm like, I can't give him my skill set. You know, he's going to have yeah, his own skill set. He's going to be his- the skill set that you do know. Yeah. But, you know, it's but, not the same as like inheritance. Yeah. Exactly. Inheritance and just kind of like, I guess, like building wealth for the family, for the sake of the family. I've never really cared too much for that. And I've uh, been, you know, I guess very, very uh, I guess you could, you know, say I'm a very solo kind of guy. You know, I'm like, I, I go my own direction. I do, I'm going to do what I like to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and if I make some money along the way, great. If not, whatever. And, uh, and I, I care a little else, you know. Yeah, but now, I can, yeah, once you have a child, it's like you have to start really planning your future because your future doesn't just go towards until, you know, you pass away, but then you got to look for the next generation and, you know, how they're going to set up for their next generation. Yeah. Like your future becomes super real once you have a kid, I feel like, like, like for me, like with Isaac, like, like when I became a, a biological father, I guess, just to make it clear, because uh, with Isaac, he has his dad, uh, he looks up to his dad a lot. And so like, he kind of has like that particular bond with his dad, you know, and I'm like, kind of like a step parent coming into just, you know, just on our side of the house or in the family, like me and uh, Tiff, we kind of just facilitate, I facilitate whatever I got to do under our roof, you know? So I'm not taking over as like dad figure 100%, you know? So I'm like a part-time dad. That's kind of like how I've always viewed it. 
but now I'm like stepping into the role as a, as a full-time dad. And uh, yeah, it really does change your perspective on stuff. And like just seeing a little kid like, and also missed out on the baby phase with Isaac. And so going through the baby phase and seeing someone that actually like get scared and like want you, like they just, they, the only, the only person that can make them happy is either mom or dad. And yeah. I just happen to be one of those people, you know, it makes you feel really special. It makes you feel like you're, like you got to like your protection thing just like kind of kicks in like our, our biological instincts need or instincts to like protect just kicks in. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I got to rethink how I approach life. So anyways, yeah, that's, that was just a long tangent rant explanation of why I <laughs> decided to jump back onto the, uh, jump back into the family business. A yeah, and, and honestly, this is uh, what my parents have always wanted was for <laughs> both of us to work together in the family business and to, you know, grow what we can, um, are an empire, if you will. Yeah. Uh, that's the goal, at least, you know, I think that should be everyone's goal. Um, cause you know, ultimately it's like, if you, if you're an entrepreneur or business owner yourself, like, why do you want to send your child to, well, at least, you know, just inherently speaking, you know, obviously there's different factors. People have different goals and dreams, but inherently speaking, it's like, why would you want to send your child to go to college to then work for someone else? You know? Yeah. Um, unless they have a very specific goal in mind, like I said, you know, they, you know, that could be different, but, but inherently you're going to want your child to, uh, stay close to you, keep the wealth within your family and the, the time. And, That's how you um, grow. Yeah. The time and, you know, the, what do you call it? Like the values, you know, you want to keep it within the family. You don't want your kid to work for someone else. And, uh, you know, unless you in that particular field, yes. like it just yeah. really benefits to do that. You know, like for mm -hmm. example, like more recently, I, I, I started working for Disney, you know, and you know, like I think working for Disney is great. And I, you can't obtain the things that Disney has access to unless you work directly with Disney, yeah. you know, yeah. like things like that. But outside of that, I'm yeah. like, so just yeah. naturally speaking, it, it makes sense for you to want to encourage your children to, work within the family business and to grow it. And then along the way, when you're successful, uh, then you can, you know, do some of your side passion things as well. Um, so yeah, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, you can't cl climb the cor corporate ladder if you want, but that's, that's another tough road to go down. It is. It is. It's hard to grow your wealth in a corporate ladder kind of setting. Yeah. I mean, you can do it. But, it's um, safe though. I mean, I think, yeah. you know what, it's, it's, it's interesting to bring that up because I'm like, there's a part of me that looks at corporate world or co corporate life or just joining a company, you know, and just having that steady paycheck month mm -hmm. after month after month. I'm like, there's something very uh, safe about it that security, I can, yeah. I can, Not I can, security. It, it, it's, it's enticing. Very, very enticing. If you, do, if you don't get bored easily, then, uh, and you want that stability, like, that's definitely the route to go. Mm -hmm. But if your personality is like, uh, you like to have fun. You just like you. I, I like to dabble here and there, you know. Mm -hmm. And like you're just willing to take that, take that on. I think a lot of people don't realize how much responsibility that actually is. I think a lot of people probably fantasize like entrepreneurship or like they want to be a business owner one day, right? But then, mm -hmm. if when you step into that role, it becomes so much more of a headache than you can ever possibly have. Yeah, you have, think about work even when you're not working, basically. Yeah, you don't get yeah. the clock out. Like, so if, if that's what you want, then go work for someone else. But if if, uh, if you like uh, if you like the headaches and you don't mind it, like you, you find it as like a, a challenge rather mm -hmm. than a headache, then uh, I guess entrepreneurship is yeah. uh, good for you. What do you think? What about you? Are you are you an entrepreneur type person then, or are you? Like, that's all I've ever. That's all I know. I, I've never. 
like after college, like, like my college degree was kind of a waste, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, after college, yeah, pretty much it just started working with our parents and that's all I really know. And it is tough. You do need some more like self-motivation and discipline, which, you know, I have my days, everyone does, but yeah. Um, but ultimately I feel like when you can reach a certain level, it, it probably, there, there's no glass ceiling uh, versus like working at a, a corporate place. Unless if you can somehow, you're like, one out of whatever to actually make it to the top of that company. That's a very slim chance. Uh, but when you're an entrepreneur, yes, there's less job security, but you do have more freedom at the end of the day, at the end of the day, so long that, you know, you're meeting your goals. Yeah. And, uh, and growth can be very exponential too. I feel like when, when you're in the corporate world, like you're, you're at the, the amount of growth you can get, unless you're like that top, top mm -hmm. percentage, uh, percentage in your uh, industry. I feel like it's very linear. Right. Ooh. Whereas like if you have your own business, it gets kind of, uh, it, it, it's exponential growth. Yeah. Like, it's tough. Right. But yeah. It's fun. I'm excited to have Casey on board. Um, uh, just cause you know, gives us more, um, more of a chance to speak more, get to know each other better, uh, brainstorm together. We get to, I feel like we, we, we like stopped talking when I went to college yeah. and then I feel like just re more recently now, like we kind of like last few years. Yeah. yeah we kind of like started talking. Yeah. I'm still trying to convince him and uh, his family to move to Texas one day, but I can understand why if they don't want to, you know, it's you're they, here in California. Yeah, live, it's very Do beautiful. you not see the allure <laughs> of California life? Yeah. And they live in a quieter town where it, it, it's a little more like Texas. Well, I want to say it's like Texas, but it's uh, more, to what I'm used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. uh, the, the heart of yeah, LA we, is Yesterday crazy. we spent yeah, all day in downtown, basically. Yeah, and downtown is... Uh, it's tiring. Tiring, and it's just like the... Uh, yeah, we're not used to seeing like a tent city of homeless people in Texas. Yeah. That's, that's always like a culture shock to me when I come to California, just seeing all the encampments everywhere. Um, Kind of, and they're like yeah. actually out of their minds. Like I, I feel like people that aren't from LA or like from a city that's like this, where they have encampments. Encampments is that the word? Encampments. Encampments. Tent cities. Yeah. Encampments. Yeah. I think is a different word. Oh, okay. I don't yeah. know. I could be saying something wrong. Yeah, <laughs> but tent city. Uh, I, I, I hear San Francisco definitely has it. Yeah, we uh, saw that when we went together. I, I hear about Toronto, and I could be wrong, but I think I've heard about Toronto being. Yeah. Austin, Texas is the city. Well, that's like the California of Texas. A lot of people in Texas don't consider Austin, Texas. Some people even go to say even Dallas isn't Texas. But those are the people who like work on ranches and stuff like that. Yeah, they're they're just kind of they're in a unique case of thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. But uh, yeah, Austin uh, kind of has a tent problem going on too. I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and if you're not from one of the cities that has that. When we say that it's scary to be in the city, I'm like, it's, it's, it it's, it's not scary. It's I would say scary, it's but... unnerving mm -hmm. because you have these people walking around like zombies, like 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 a zombie movie. They're just walking around. They're doing their own like, yeah. you know, like, mm -hmm. they're just like kind of like mumbling to themselves like a zombie would. They're sometimes foaming at the mouth like a zombie would. And they're just waddling around uh, like a zombie would. And then sometimes they just... <laughs> Yeah. You know, and they'll do these quick movements. You're like, Ugh, what the fuck? Yeah. And, and usually I think, you know, they're harmless, but uh, I mean, occasionally you see something on the news where. I've seen some viral yeah. videos. Yeah. And you're just like, fuck, man. Yeah. Like that. So when you see that, and then you're in the city, you're like, oh, shit. Oh, 
I hope I don't become viral, you know? Uh, but yeah, like we crossed the street yesterday to try to walk from somewhere to Chinatown. Olvera Street, there we go. And we walked across the street to like literally an entire sidewalk of tents and homeless people. Yeah, it forces you like, to walk on the street. Why did we come this way? Like we should have crossed the street the other side. And we ended up doing that, but it was just culture shock to, uh, to a Texan um, who's not from Austin. <laughs> um, but yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it. Seen it every time I come here, basically. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm like on the fence of like, <sighs> like people like have a lot of empathy for for people in these situations, and I'm like, yeah, I do too. I'm like, I look at them, and I'm like, you know, I look in their face. I try to like look at their faces, you know. And a lot of times they're young, humanized. Yeah, and they're like really. Sometimes they're really young people, but they just look really old because they're so disheveled. And I always think to myself, I'm like. Who could you have been in this life if you didn't come across meth? Mm-hmm. You know, like who? I mean, Honestly, that's probably main, ma- majorly the issue is probably drugs, I would say. Especially when you have like the younger people out there. If it weren't for drugs, what else could it be? Uh, trauma, you know, um, people but the have more. Well, the way they act is... I, I, I think they end up coping chemical. with drugs. They, oh, they end okay. up coping with drugs. You know, some people are in other situations where maybe they, they lose a family member, some sort of traumatic experience. I do I do recognize that it's not always just drugs that are the catalyst of what they're going through. But definitely, I, I feel like whatever they're coping, however they're coping, it always ends up in drugs Yeah, to yeah. get to that point at least. Yeah. Um, so but yeah. Yeah. So I, that's I, the communist part in me. You communist. <laughs> Just kidding. You. Fucking the, I, I do think you know that would be the 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 um the government's responsibility to some extent to the try to um I would say to rehabilitate these people. Yeah. You know, I think we need to somehow figure a way to integrate them back into society instead of just letting them roam the streets or, you know, like they build homeless shelters and stuff, but it's like, well, what are you actually doing to try to break them out of that cycle? You know, uh, I can't say I know enough about it. I never did research about it. Um, But yeah, it's a real problem that I think is a really touching subject that I feel like no one really, no one can really agree on the solution for it. All right. But anyways, let's get this show on the road. What are we talking about today? We are talking about how, the soy sauce dress. The soy sauce dress. So apparently there is this, uh, well, not apparently, there is this girl on TikTok um, who went viral after making a video talking about her experience at Saks Fifth. It's somewhere here in LA or yeah, Hollywood Saks or something. Yeah, Saks Fifth, Saks, Saks, I don't know. Yeah, some store in Hollywood. In Beverly Center Beverly, or something like that. I don't know. I don't live here, so I don't know. I, and I don't go shopping <laughs> there, so I wouldn't know either. Yeah, so she bought the dress, and I think she ordered it online. So she didn't get to try it out at the store. She received it at her house or her home. Sex Off Fifth. Okay. That's the name of the store. This is a fucking strange. I think name. that might be like their, uh, like their, what do you call it? Not their actual store. It could be. I don't know. You know what? I don't know. Anyways, she ordered a dress online from Saks Office. Saks Fifth. Saks Office. Saks Office. And then she Sax received on? it. Saks Off. <laughs> and then she uh, she tried it on one time. So she she did wear it just to try it on. Um, I'm guessing it didn't fit her right. So she returned it the next day in person at the store. And upon trying to return it, the worker. Uh, for some reason, decided to sniff the dress, or maybe the smell was pung- pungent enough that 
she could just smell it and then inspected it. But anyways, the worker told the girl that she could not return the dress because it smelled like soy sauce. Do you think that's racist? Well, I guess I got to I got to go to this girl's house to see if her house smells like soy sauce first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cuz sometimes when you're when you're the person living in your home, right? You're it's your own home. You can't smell your own shit you can't smell yeah. the smell of your home you no know, or if like you have a lot of dogs in your house you can't you smell just, the dog smell yeah but when someone else comes into your house you're like holy shit it smells like dog in here yeah or, and you're like really yeah i'm mean, trying um, to keep it real clean in here yeah man. if you cook a lot so uh, i it could be racist but at the same time it's like maybe her house really smells like soy sauce i don't know but at the same time did she well, did she I, make a soy sauce chicken dish that night yeah and i guess the other thing is is that just because it smells like soy sauce i don't think that justifies to not be able to return a dress unless if you can like physically see stains on it right yeah honestly it still can go away pretty quickly yeah if you just like waft it in the store you'll start smelling like a store soon yeah, enough. or just let it sit there for a day yeah you know? or like stick it in a plastic bag you'll start smelling like that plastic bag if yeah. anything so it sounds very racist and i think it, it's pretty it's racist. probably racist yeah, but there is that small chance that her dress really stunk of soy sauce. Okay, but even if it did smell like soy sauce, even if it did smell like soy sauce, Wait, she brought it up, or even it the like fact that sauce. it has a soy sauce stain on it, like you're just like, oh, that's a. That's but to point out specifically that hey, that's soy sauce. Yeah, it's like it's like hey, oh, you got a soy sauce stain here, mm-hmm. or do you just say oh, I, there's a stain on a there? Stain, I don't. Yeah. I, there's a stain. It was the point that she, the the fact that she pointed out specifically. You know, a soy sauce is what makes it feel racially charged. Yeah. Or like say, uh, you know, we'll take the example that, you know, this is the most uncomfortable, like black people, uh, you know, if there's like a watermelon stain or, you know, like uh, I think that's a fried chicken crumb there, well, you, know, you know. what? Like, do you say, fucking see that? No. A lot, um, uh, Desi people, they have like a very strong like curry smell sometimes. Yeah. Like, like you're not even at their house and you can smell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if it was like that, you know, um, but still, you wouldn't tell somebody, "Oh, you smell like curry." You would, yeah. Just it's, say, just, it's just really, it's really it's strong. Smell. Yeah, because there's an, there's an assumption built into it. Yeah, because you don't know for certain, you know. So the fact that you're you're adding in an assumption, and granted, it might be a very quote unquote educated guess. And I, when I say educated, I also mean ignorant in a sense that it's. Like, it's just not very nice to say, but it, it, you know, it is an educated guess. And uh, even if you were like pretty spot on, it's fucking rude at the same time. It's like, you're yeah. really kind of going to a territory that's just uncomfortable. And if you're trying to have customer service, which is what you do at Saks Fifth Off. Saks Off Fifth. Saks Off Fifth. Uh, then, you know, you're really failing at your job, you know, especially if you're in Beverly Hills, right? Is it Beverly Hills? Or am I making that up? I think it was like West Hollywood. West Hollywood, Beverly Hollywood. Hills. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, something Ho was the area. West Ho. So we Ho. We Ho. We Ho. Yeah. Yeah. So West Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I call racist there. And, uh, you know, you, you didn't have to say what it was. If anything, if you're very professional, if you're more, if you were more professional, you would just say that's, it, it smells, it smells. It just, there's a, you know, can't quite put my finger on it. Uh, but it just, you know, it, I can't re- accept this because it smells, you know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, when you look at it like that. Uh, yeah. Pretty racist. <laughs> so, sacks off can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, 
Have you ever had any uh, encounters like that? No, never. Yeah, I've, I've never. not like that. Why does it ha- never happen to us? I, I, I just want it. I want it to happen to me just once, so I can know what it feels like. Yeah, but I've, yeah, it's never happened. People are so nice to me. <laughs> yeah, people are generally nice yeah. to me too. Maybe that girl know. just had a really fucked up face. You know, like you don't look like a nice person, and then just gets treated like shit all the time. And actually, no, I saw the she TikTok. Looked, she, she looked normal. She looked nice. She yeah. looked like a nice girl. Uh, really didn't deserve that. And, uh, and her boyfriend was there with her too. So, yeah. yeah I think the boyfriend went to complain, you know, kind of stood up for his girlfriend. And then the store, you. store worker was like, oh, I can say whatever I want. And then oh, oh, yeah, the girl's boyfriend was like, okay, yeah, maybe you can say what you want, but so can we then, you know? Yeah, if you're going to double down on the fact that you can say whatever the fuck you want, then that also means you're inviting everyone else to basically throw out the rules of niceness and they can say whatever the fuck yeah. back at you. I mean, that's usually how yeah, it which works. I do believe you can say whatever you want, but uh, yeah, at the same time, if you're working for Saks Off Fifth or Saks Fifth or whatever, like you still have professionalism you got to you know, uphold. Yeah. yeah, this is the, it's called uh, courteousness, you know? It's called being socially aware you know like yeah you can say whatever you want consequences you know you're either gonna be treated like the pariah or you're gonna be treated like some idiot which one do you want yeah so yeah watch mind your manners mm-hmm. is it uh you obviously didn't watch bambi growing up you know you've got nothing nice to say no one's saying yeah, anything, no. anything at all exactly so yeah oh god come on sorry i am not used to like this mic being so close Trying to get comfortable. I'm also trying to like stay centered on this thing. Oh, we can Am just you can change this. Well, I feel centered, but then when I see your screen, I don't feel as centered. Okay, I think that works. Okay, cool. all right, we're good now. Yeah, but in other retail news with Asians, uh, Walmart incident, doppelganger uh, incident. Some Asian dude got arrested at a Walmart because he looked like another Asian dude. Yeah, he looked like another. Um, guy that they had like a no trespassing thing for yeah so shoplifting i don't know so the guy that they got that got the uh what do you call it the uh the no trespassing alert on uh was a bald asian dude and uh you know what? i'm looking at the pictures to get side by side they don't look nothing like <laughs> <laughs> no one guy's completely bald the other guy has a buzz cut and like a big ass Scar right above his lip. Yeah. Well, they both look rough around the edges. I, yeah. I, I would say that. I would say like, oh yeah, these guys definitely didn't go to Stanford, and they mm-hmm. definitely don't work. They they don't work in Cupertino. Uh, they both look like they could have had a pass. Yeah, they definitely. I think they both do have a pass. So right. basically, they 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 arrest. Okay, so the the guy that they're actually after, his name's Cody. Cody Vondelindi. Vondelind. I actually have no idea what uh. What like Asian cultural name. heritage yeah. name that is, but uh, he's adopted. I don't know, it doesn't sound Asian at all, but it could be like some uh, Southeast Asian. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too familiar, but yeah, uh, he was not present at Walmart. But you know who was a guy named Tony Huynh and his girlfriend, Lauren Caldwell. And uh, Lauren oh, yeah, I Caldwell, he had, had a teacher named Lauren Caldwell. That's hilarious, Ms. Caldwell. definitely not her though. I doubt it. Yeah, so Miss Caldwell, Carrie's teacher, uh, <laughs> recorded Tony Wynn being arrested for trespassing. And he was like, what the fuck? And the 
the funny part is he complied and he was like, sure, okay, whatever, you know, like we'll we'll sort this out. You'll see soon enough. You got the wrong guy. You got the wrong guy. I actually haven't seen the video. You want to watch the video real quick? Sure. All right, so we're going to watch the video on our phone. All right, I'm going to watch the video. A year? Yeah, so you can't come back. That was like 10, 15 years There's ago. No what are you that. talking about? There's no limit on that. When we are grocery shopping. What are you talking about? Your trespassing is where you're not allowed to be here, aren't It said 10, 15 go. years ago. No. Let's go. Where are you taking him? What the fuck? Where are you taking him? For what? For grocery shopping? For grocery shopping? Hey, look, record him right there. Look, record him too. That fat guy. That fat guy what is going on? Yeah, oh my god. Oh my god. Where are you taking him? Where are you taking him? It's alright. No, it's fucking not. <laughs> Where? Oh my God! I cannot believe you're doing this. Where are you taking him? Why are you pulling me, sir? Where are you taking him? Why are you pulling me? You don't have to pull me. You know I'm disabled, right? I have back issues. You don't have to pull me, sir. Let go with him. I'm walking with you. Let go with him. I'm letting you know right now. I have back issues. All right. I'm walking, so I don't know why you're pulling me, sir. Oh my God! It's fucking disgusting. You should be ashamed of yourself. I cannot believe you're doing this. Where are you taking him? What? Oh my god. <laughs> Baby, I need the wallet. No. What the fuck? Where are the keys? I cannot believe you're doing this. You should be ashamed of yourself. I need the keys. Hold on, calm down. Just calm down. Just calm down. Just calm down. Just calm down. Oh my god. This is disgusting. I'm sorry you feel that way. No, that's a fact. You should be ashamed of yourself. What did he do? He has not done anything. That's not true. Oh, it's a, oh, it's an eleven-minute video. Okay, we got the we got the gist. Right, yeah, we got the gist of it. Um, what if we missed out like on like the best part later? I doubt it. Uh, should I should I skim through it? it? Maybe I should have prepped these videos. Uh, uh, it's okay. You know what? We saw like two minutes out of the eleven minutes. We get the gist of it. Yeah, um, and the, wife, we, we the wife's a comedian. Story, she's hilarious. Story based on reading the articles. So I don't think we need yeah. to watch the whole video. But um, but yeah, but what happened later on? They released them, okay. but then, yeah. So yeah, they yeah. get to jail, and then basically they decide to ID. They, they decided to ID him once they get to the precinct. Yeah, they didn't ID him at Walmart to see if he was the person that wasn't supposed to trespass. Uh, allegedly, they ID him at the uh, the booking yeah area, and that's when they realized they got a, a one Tony Win and not one. The other dude. That Cody, Cody Vondeland. Yeah. And so they let him go. But then they go, oh, hold on a second. Your trespassing problem does not end tonight. Because in 2013, this guy actually had a trespassing issue at the same Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> at, so in 2013, he went to the dentist. 
And he comes out of the dentist kind of loopy, yeah. accordingly to according to the article. Laughing gas or something. Yeah, so he's walking around Walmart trying to do grocery shopping just like he did today. And he actually gets written up for trespassing. And so to his knowledge, that trespassing trespassing thing only lasted a year. So he actually didn't go back to the Walmart for a whole year. And then now he's been shopping there peacefully. Yeah, which is what they were referring to at the beginning of the video that we just watched. He was saying something about it was only for a year. And then the cop or the security person was like, oh, it's, uh, it can go longer than what they say. I don't know. You're alluding to that. It's longer than a year. Yeah, it's longer than a year or whatever. <laughs> what are the fucking chances that the wrong guy that they, they, they arrest also has a trespassing charge? So he's like, he's like he, he doesn't deny the trespassing. He goes, it was only for a year. So he's actually, he's actually like agreeing. Yeah, he's complying the whole time, uh, which I think he did the right thing. You know, he yeah. did what he thought was allowed. And do, do you, as a cop, should, should cops like, not as a cop, like, as a cop, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, do you put training? We were taught that. If people are complying, do you think you need to like, like what is there a way to justify why a cop should keep pulling on their, their, the collar? Um, mm, well, once they got him, you know, in the, and they're, they're complying 100, 100%, you know, oh, I will say probably not, but to their, to that guy's, well, not really to his defense, but I feel like that cop security person was very inexperienced. You look young. Very young. Probably was scared. Um, I know the other guy's smaller than him, but you know, as a cop, you're like the most villainized profession in this country. So you really don't know what might happen to you. So they're probably just scared. Yeah. Not to say he shouldn't. He should. He shouldn't be grabbing the guy like that. But I can understand why he might feel that way, being inexperienced and just being in that position. But maybe he shouldn't be. be he shouldn't be a cop then. You know. Yeah, I, I, if if he can't handle that particular situation, yeah, because uh, uh, Tony Nguyen, the guy in that video, was being a hundred percent compliant. Uh, maybe he was scared of his girlfriend. <laughs> his girlfriend was making it a bigger deal than yeah. he himself was. <laughs> she said it funny. She was great. She actually made the video way, way more entertaining yeah. than it uh, originally was. But yeah, I, I think for the cop, I think uh, if you can't handle like what he what he had to do there i feel like i mean i don't think i can handle it i don't I, i'm not I, I'm, five, I'm not three. i'm not one five, to say too much about judging people's ability to be a cop because i i know for sure i can't be a cop but just i guess based on what i saw i do feel like he's that guy the white dude cop is much more like the type of person than i am too i'm like we're just yeah, I will say if you're going to be a cop, you got to be able to remain calm and in control without being forceful. Yeah, and which he he was calm ish, yeah. but you can tell he was on edge. You definitely was on edge. Yeah, and then I think the best kind of cops, and I think this is a very particular kind of personality, is you can thrive in a uh, high pressure situation, and yet still kind of have like some sort of like. Customer service would be not the wrong word, but like basically, they're they're still able to like talk to people like people, and then on top of that, know when to be like forceful if they need mm -hmm. to be. Like, like that, you know, it, it's it's some psychological like fucking like you got to be there, like yeah. be ready, and it's difficult. I don't know how many people in the world can actually do that, but I feel like that's what's really. Uh, that's what yeah. the, the public is wanting from their cops. Yeah, and I will say that guy should have been more relaxed. The, the cop should have been more relaxed because, one, 
you have the guy in handcuffs behind his back already, so it's not a whole lot he can do. He can run off, so maybe he's, he's yeah, holding him tight. That's my second point. He's wearing flip-flops. If you can't chase a man down that's wearing flip-flops, then you should definitely not be a cop. True. I will say that. Because when you're wearing flip-flops, you're, you, dressed that, you dress for that day and not to plan to have to run away. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's true. I actually, I had a rule. Uh, I've, I've relaxed on this idea of a lot more now because Tiff was like, "Why don't you wear flip flops from time to time?" I'm like, "Because if I ever had to run away, like in an action movie, I gotta be ready. I can't be caught wearing flip flops ever. Very true. Ever. I believe that also. So if you are wearing flip flops or sandals, you're basically probably running some nearby errands or something where you're not planning to have to." Yeah, away you, are, you are your uh, your clogs today. <laughs> you yeah. aren't you so weren't we expecting to drive through. So I wasn't expecting to run away. I was expecting to drive off. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting to drive off. <laughs> yeah. So um, if that cop couldn't even handle that situation, then he needs some more training or find another profession. I would say. That's so true. Yeah. But the kicker is though is that he arrested him without IDing him. Yeah, they found which, the IDM which goes the to show. This guy thinks that all Asians look the same or something. And that's pretty much what Tony is saying now. So Tony is, uh, is he's filing a complaint and suing, suing the county, the county the city for wrongful arrest and based, on the, based on the racist idea that all Asians look alike. And uh, I will say, Tony, you're one lucky motherfucker now. <laughs> suing them for $10 million, yeah. which is... Uh, hmm. Something I like to see in my bank account one day. <laughs> Maybe I should go walk around. Did they ever uh, find the other guy? I don't know. They didn't even focus on the other guy. I don't even know it's it all that important guy. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's crazy to like. Like, did they? Ha- they must have had a picture of the other guy. Uh, like at Walmart, to yeah. be like, oh, this is the guy that's trespassing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, look. Sometimes like I would I would agree some Asians do look alike, you know. Yeah. But I, I think in this case they got it really really off. Well, yeah, that's the whole point of carrying your ID around, right? You're supposed to pull out your ID. Well, yeah, but just simply from looking at them, I'm like <laughs> they're two different people. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Like one has chunkier eyes, the other one has like more round. Like one looks more like he could be Japanese or like you know like yeah, North Asian ish, and then the and the guy that got uh, yeah, arrested, he's like South like, Asian. Uh, yeah. Like Cambodian or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah they just he's like he's, he's Vietnamese. He's Vietnamese. Yeah, yeah. But basically, like the facial features are very different. Very, very different. Yeah. And uh, one's got a rounder face. The other guy seems to be more gaunt. More gaunt. Yeah. yeah. But that's crazy that this is even a thing. Like, uh, like, like, yes, maybe you might be identifying the wrong person, but you're still supposed to ask for their ID first. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's no point to take them all the way to the um precinct yeah. just to find out that you got the wrong guy yeah and then not only do they not let him go they oh actually they do they tr- do try to let him go they take him back to the car and they're, they're gonna take him home but while on the car ride home they keep him handcuffed which is actually part of the reason why he's suing them he's like okay fine oh, I, I according to the deputy he said that they they took his handcuffs off but in the the lawsuit Tony is claiming that they did not take the handcuffs yeah. off. Yeah. Who do you believe? Uh, now that's a tough one. Because <laughs> if I was in that situation, I mean, you know, what's a little white lie going to add to the grand scheme of things? <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. 
But uh, but yeah, I don't know. To me, it just it, it the fact that he got it wrong, and if he allegedly kept him handcuffed the whole whole way home after knowing that he got the wrong guy, I feel like that was a prideful move. Like he's he's trying to save face somehow. So he's like, well, it's procedure that we gotta do this, and it's procedure that we gotta take your photos, and you know, because he they so not only did he uh. That he keep him in handcuffs, but they pull over on the side of the road while taking Tony home, and then they take fo- he takes photos of his body, like the tattoos and all that yes. stuff. Yeah, it's like for whatever evidence. I'm like, why can't you do that at the precinct? Yeah, that's true. You why can't he, why why couldn't he have done that somewhere more official? Yeah, maybe he was digging him. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe. Just kidding. Yeah, he's one of them. Like I liked them. Uh, I liked them Chinese boys. <laughs> I like them uh, sweet and sours. I want to put my mouth on them little hog owls. <laughs> taste that egg roll. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, I didn't think I'd see a case like that in today's age. Yeah. Where all Asians look alike. Yeah. Play out. <laughs> I, don't know, I, I feel like as, as progressive as we get, there's always someone in the world that's just not as progressed it progressive as we are and so when things like this happen to those people we're kind of like what the fuck <laughs> where the fuck you been all these years you know like we're yeah. beyond this you know and uh i don't know i think uh i think we i mean i don't know about you but me living in la i feel like uh stuff like this is really outrageous to me because in la it's so a particular particular mindset here, you know, like progressive and and you know very, uh, I guess liberal, you know. Yeah. So then you know yeah. you, you're kind of just like swimming in the liberal mindset. Yeah. I mean, being in Texas, it's uh, not as racist as people think, or like you know, like the stereotype of what Texas is, like That's southern. Shocking. Yeah, it's normal. Like, just I don't know to be racist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just normal. Like, yeah, you don't really talk about race in that way, and. Yeah, everyone gets treated the same unless we do something bad. In my experience, yeah, from what I yeah from what I personally have experienced. Do you think? Uh, do you think profiling is a bad thing? Like, like when cops like say they see an Asian guy, or I don't even think the the, the cop didn't even he, the cop the cop didn't do his due diligence of not uh, IDing him, but it wasn't him that pointed that got tony what's his face tony uh win in trouble i think it was someone else at the store because the guy as tony win was walking off he kept pointing at someone else i feel like someone else like called the cops right i couldn't hear what he was saying oh, okay I, I think i mean unless the cop was just there already like someone had to call the cops and whoever called no it's probably the loss prevention people so i actually do have a friend <laughs> back in high school we were at walmart and he did steal something there yeah and you were uh, with him yeah i was i didn't do the stealing yeah yeah it was like a little some eye drops right so like three four dollars or something whatever eye drops cost yeah and we're walking out the store and uh some guy does stop my friend and was like hey come with me for a second like all friendly yeah 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 okay nice. not aggressive it wasn't a cop it was a plain clothes person and they took him into the office took a picture of him they let him go you know but Basically, he's on their not no trespassing, but just wow. like you know, if you, you know, like he's in their record if something happens again at Walmart. For how'd your, how'd your friend react? Well, nothing. He's 
I was like, oh, fuck. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Basically. Uh, but yeah, so what they do at Walmart apparently is that they do have like undercover shoppers there. Yeah. And they'll pretend that they're shopping, but they're really just on the lookout for Looking at, yeah. Yeah. So that's what happened to him. Yeah. I, the other night uh, we so were they at they have an office. They probably do have an office with a bunch of cameras and then someone just sitting there watching. Staring, yeah. 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 So that's probably, it's probably that person in that office that called on Tony to get Well, that's arrested. nice. I mean, it, 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 oh, no, the, your friend, the guy that brought in your friend to the office for the picture, that's really nice of him just to be like, oh, hey. He's also Asian, so maybe they're like, oh, yeah, he's definitely not going to, you know, fight back. <laughs> I guess I'm going to show you. Come on. I'm not a pervert. Yeah, right? so I just waited outside like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, all scared. You're like, oh, the cops are going to roll <laughs> over here. He's like, Woo! oh, oh snap. my God. Yeah. He's not going to get home tonight. <laughs> oh, my God, you got the keys. You got the keys. <laughs> disgusting. It's disgusting. <laughs> I was just worried because my friend's a good kid, you know. Yeah, He's, why did uh, he have to take a $4? Why did he take a $4? Uh, I were teenagers, you know. Just for the thrill of it. Pretty much, yeah. It's like, oh, it's just so fun. Yeah. Get away <laughs> with it. Yeah, I get it. Don't steal stuff. But yeah, anyway, so yeah, so Tony's suing the cops, and uh, you have a wrongful uh, um, arrest. Yes. Cheers to Tony. Cheers Hope to Tony. Hope you get that $10 million. Hopefully all at once, too, not like the fucking lottery. They give you yeah. like 200 grand a year. But hey, that. if you could even get like a million dollars off of it, hey, I'll I'll take that arrest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then hopefully you, uh, at least half of it goes into investment. Invest yes, that money. Yes. Don't spend it. Yeah. Don't spend it. Don't be that guy that wins the lottery and then eight years later, he's like working a, I don't know. McDonald's? Yeah. Low wage job. <laughs> yeah. 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 They should come. The, the, the lottery should come. If they actually cared about the winners, which I obviously they don't. They don't. Yeah. yeah they care but, about that tax money that they pick off of. Yeah, the they do. Winner. They do. And I think what they should do though is – you win the lottery, it's like a program, you know, like it's like a, a you just, uh, you just signed up for uh, this program, this, this club, you know, and this, this club that you just joined uh, should come with like uh, a pamphlet, you know, how to use your lottery winnings, you know, what to do with your lottery winnings. And because a lot of times I feel like the people that do win aren't rich and which is great for them, but at the same time, but they're yeah. also not, if they're not rich, that also means they're they don't they, they've never come across money like that. And when you've never come across money like that, you've never had you've never most likely thought about how you would spend it spend it or handle the money, right? And so if you've never thought about how to handle the money that of that caliber, you're probably gonna mishandle it. Because you kinda you kinda have to think about it before you do anything with it. And you know, if you've never thought about it, and now you're just like Oh shit, open season, getting that Ferrari, getting that Corvette, getting that house, getting that pool, getting that, you know, and then it's just yeah. like, and you don't have a plan to preserve your money or to make it, or to, uh, yeah, make it grow. Yeah, exactly. Make it work for you. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, definitely invest half of it. Yeah. yeah and I'm saying, light just we're like the little, uh, thing next to the tree. Oh, this thing right here. Yeah. But on that side, it just went out. Oh Yeah. Well, oh well. Maybe it caked out. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry. I don't know why I interrupted the whole thing for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Tis not gonna be happy about that. Well, 
Oh well, I, I think it's happened before though. I think uh, it just. I think those no, those ones work actually. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, Anyways uh, yeah. Hopefully, uh, you uh, invest in like a laundromat or something. Not racially profiling you or anything, <laughs> or uh, nail salon. I'm not, not not racially profiling you at all. <laughs> yeah, just do something. Do something with it. Yeah. Um, what else? What else we got? The next thing we have here. Oh yes, the uh, hate crime of a howie. Oh yeah, I, I, I towards wanted, a howie. Yeah, I wanted to talk about this. We usually have hate crimes against uh, Asians. Asians, and this one is kind of doing the flippity flops. And uh, I guess it's not technically Asians; it's Hawaiians, Native Hawaiians. Um, so I guess it's it's a uh, it's a non it's a it's a minority. Oh, gosh, I'm, you know what? This truly is truly <laughs> getting me uh, not thinking. Yeah. So um, these uh, two Hawaiians are being charged for a hate crime against a white homeowner in <laughs> Maui. Um, if you guys don't know, there's like. I thought, I thought you were saying <laughs> they're charged for attacking a white homo. <laughs> Homeowner. Like, Homeowner, YouTube algorithm. Homeowner. <laughs> Homeowner. Homeowner. Yeah, so they're, they're charged for attacking a white homeowner that recently <laughs> bought a house in Maui. For what you guys don't know, uh, Hawaii is comprised of what, seven islands or something like that? Uh, I believe it's seven islands. And Maui is one of the most like visited ones, aside from the main island. That's where is Honolulu Oahu. is at, right? Oahu is Honolulu. Oh, shit. <laughs> Maui's the one where we had to take the other plane to get to. Maui, wowie. Yes. Uh, yeah. So there, I don't exactly know why Maui's like the second most popular place to visit in Hawaii. Maybe that's where all the resorts are at. Probably, yeah. I don't know. There's like other islands, but Maui's like the main one that tourists will go to outside of Oahu. Okay. Because um, that's where we went, so. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, so he bought up a house in some Hawaiian neighborhood, and he was this white guy was basically trying to gentrify the neighborhood. Yeah. He said uh, he what did he say? He said he wanted to make the neighborhood better essentially and that he wanted he had, he cut the locks to enter the neighborhood and wanted to provide the neighborhood better locks and keys. That sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible. He just admitted to trespassing. Yeah, I, I don't know the context of it. I don't know what kind of neighborhood he lived in, but it sounds like it wasn't at a Walmart. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like the neighborhood that he moved to was pretty much all Hawaiians, and he's the only white guy. And this neighborhood, um, I would say it's kind of, I don't want to use the word primitive, but it's definitely not super westernized to our standards if you had to cut the locks to get into this neighborhood, right? Yeah, it sounds kind of ghetto yeah is that the right word i don't think it is i don't don't think you're supposed to use that word anymore i don't know i've never been to these neighborhoods in hawaii but low income low income there we go because i know in hawaii they like to preserve their culture and they're very protective of their own people yeah and well the hawaiian culture also has a very particular thing called uh well, there's a term there called haole and this is what they kept referring to this guy as so the perpetrators that that the attackers kept calling the guy they attacked a howley, like they said, like this dumb fuck howley. Yeah, which basically we would be howleys too when we visit Hawaii. True. But but the fact that he's white just kind of true. Makes well, it in the more... broader sense, I think in the broader sense, it just means white people. 
You think so? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, because I had a I had a Hawaiian oh, okay. girlfriend before, and she would. Okay. Well, the article explained it all wrong. They just said it was. Well, foreigner. I think that's the technical term, or maybe uh, that's the uh, the modified 2023 definition. Like the um, the PC term. Yeah, yeah. If you had to make it political, this 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 negative connotation of a word, uh, politically correct, it would be that. Okay. It would be anyone with a, any foreigner that acts as if they own the islands, basically. I think that's that's the literal... Oh, uh, you're right. That, the article did say that. So I'm not a Howley. I don't think I own the islands when I go to Hawaii. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you go there and you're like, I'm a visitor. I respect your, your space, yeah. right? Whereas a Howley is basically someone that goes there and be like... I'm gonna buy this shit up and uh, which I guess this white homeowner is technically is doing basically that. doing it. He's he literally said that he was trying to make the neighborhood better, which aka gentrification. You know whether you could agree with it or not. You know maybe in certain instances, but in Hawaii they really uh, Hawaiian native Hawaiians really want to preserve their way of living. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and and like like the ex girlfriend told me that. Uh, so I'm getting like, I got like contradictory stories. So I had some friends in Honolulu and I would ask them this thing and they said, no, never heard of it. But like my ex no, 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 no. my ex-girlfriend said, and she's from Big Island. She's from Big mm-hmm. Island. Hawaii, I believe. And she said that on that island, they have a thing called Howley Day. And Howley Day is a day where the, the Asians attack white kids. They beat up white kids. They just go around beating up white kids. You mean the Hawaiians? Kids beat up yeah and the pacific Hawaiians. islanders yeah, yeah 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 basically the minority no actually they're not the minority they're the majority so it's just, it's a racist day i guess uh you know what i have heard that but that might have been through you oh okay probably because <laughs> then i asked you uh, know what some friends I of do mine know a hawaiian person and them. i will ask them yeah like yeah. is a holiday day a thing or yeah. is it just made up or like you I know will. it got lost in translation Okay, cool. Uh, but yeah, uh, and then but then I asked my friends from 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 Oahu, and they're like, "Never heard of that." That's, so that sounds mean. Like a smaller island thing, because I I don't see it happening in Oahu, where yeah. the largest population of people are yeah. in Hawaii. Yeah, but anyways, uh, Howley, to in my in my experience, generally means white people. And it also, yeah, generally means like just uh, non-island people. Like you're not from around here, you're a Howley, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It kind of has those double definitions, I guess. Yeah, so uh, I have Howley feet is what they, people call me. They go, because we go, we go to the beach and there's like some rocky areas and the natives are like just walking. And I'm just like, oh, uh, yeah, I got Howley feet. You know? I'm, not yeah. a, I'm not a water person like yeah. that. And they'd be like, oh, bro, I remember you got Howley feet. Yeah. We went to Hawaii with you. Uh, uh-huh. Back then, um, we drove by somewhere and we saw like cop cars and stuff by the beach or the rocks and stuff. And we were with one of y'all's friends that lived there. And I think we asked them like, oh, like, you know, what happened? And they say that people in Hawaii die all the time because basically get sucked in by the, oh, um, yeah, the, yeah. the waves. Yeah. And it's like know. normal. Just uh, someone just died. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "What the hell? Like that's scary." Like so, whenever we went out to the beach or like by the water and stuff, like I was very terrified. True. So I got I got howly hands, feet, whatever. I got howly mindset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from thinking I own the island, the island owns me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like to think I'm a nature person, ideally. 
whenever we go uh, on vacation or something, I'm like, oh, I'd love to go out to hike or do this or do that. Five minutes later, fucking yeah. Whenever, but whenever I get there, I'm like, yeah, I'm done. I'm ready to go back to the city. <laughs> I'm like that with big cities too. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, big city. I'm a city person, you know. And then you go, you go to the big city, and you're walking like ages across the city, and you're just like. Yeah, fuck this. I'm not. I'm gonna go back to my suburban suburban life. That's how I felt yesterday oh, at, yeah, uh, in downtown LA. Uh, but given you know we were traveling with Luca, and then also um, me and Diana, or Diana and I, Diana and me, I, Diana and I, I always try to get that right. Diana and I, we brought our dog Bruno with us, and so we had to take care of him the whole time. So it was like we had our own little dog baby, yeah, thing we had to be responsible for. And yeah, I was I was done taking care of him by the end of the night. Uh, not that I didn't like to, but you know, I didn't want to leave him just in the tiring. car. Yeah, it's just tiring. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of like elements you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Like whether you're in the big city or you're in like like super naturey places, like you're just dealing with a lot of elements. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, but other than that, I do like the big city though. If it was like just myself and Diana or something yeah, like that, I think that's why generally like big cities are usually for non-family people. Yeah, like yeah. if you're like a single or like you're just a, a couple uh, without kids uh, living in the big city, I think it works that way. But the more you tack on to your family, the bigger your your unit is. Yeah, you want some space. Yeah, you, you really want more don't. Comfort. You're not going to thrive in the yeah, city. That's why you're in New York City. If you're for um, Young people, super wealthy people, and then uh, gay people. Ooh, to be young, wealthy, and gay at the same yeah, time. Which is why there's those prominent neighborhoods that are known for being like a neighborhood, essentially. Because uh, they basically, typically, you know, they're not going to have kids. Um, and they look like they're know. having a great time, too. Like, yeah, I love it. so that city lifestyle is not for everyone. I do love to visit the cities, though. I love that, that, uh, that like, just wandering, like, wandering aimlessly. I like doing that. But it is very exhausting by the end of the day. Very exhausting. Yeah. Very exhausting. But uh, um, wow, we were talking about Hawaii. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I can't say the name of these two perpetrators in Aki this crime. Aki is one name. And, yeah, I, I, sorry, uh, I, I can't name. get these Hawaiian names right. They are quite complex. Aki, Kaulana Alo Kaonohi, and Levi Aki Jr. There you go. So one of them is uh, sentenced for six and a half years in prison. So not even jail, that's prison. Yeah, I think they beat him with a shovel or something. Yes, yeah, like, yeah. It wasn't just like, like a, four like a, years. It wasn't just like a beatdown. It was like an assault. Yeah, like, like I like, think this guy has probably, he'll probably have permanent brain damage to some degree. Maybe, I don't know. Hopefully he recovers. Yeah, but basically, I, I mean, I'm surprised that they didn't get uh, uh, sentenced for like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, attempted murder or something like that. Yeah. Because when you shovel to the head. That is very That lethal. is really scary, man. That's not like, hey, get out of my neighborhood. Oh, and, they, and they also, uh, they've previously barged into the white guy. His name is Kunzelman. They've, bar- they've barged into his property to demand that he leave the village and also threatened to tie him up and make him go missing if he refused. Yeah. Um, yeah, they beat him with a shovel, kicked him in the ribs, causing him to suffer a concussion, two broken ribs, and head trauma. Uh, so yeah, it was very obvious that it was a hate crime. Oh, they're on their way back. Okay. Okay. All right, so we kicked out my family for the time being so we can get this uh, podcast filmed and we ran into a lot of technical difficulties and I actually think we filled up our time though. 
we we definitely well, uh, do we have one more thing to get to do we have some china news yeah we love talking about china now love china all right let's do this one last thing okay well what was the one last thing <laughs> we looked up several things about china uh, it was well, this one the basis is that things are ramping up with against us in china i think china's trying to act as a peace broker yes, for the so- russian and ukraine conflict yeah, so we we a lot of times we we don't like China. We 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 go, ah, you communist, go away. And and uh, yeah, we're like we're pro America here. And this article in particular wrote about China being a peace broker between Russia and U.S. You know, saying like, hey, like we don't really want to escalate to to fight. And I, albeit though, I, I think that. Uh, China is also kind of hurting economically. So they're not really trying to go into a war. They're like, if we go into a war, they're going to spiral out of control. So it's really not in their best interest to go into a war. Um, if, I, if I'm connecting the dots correctly, that is. So anytime now, if I'm reading things like, oh, China wants to go to war, they're really agitating the US. I'm like, are they really? Because like, if I- If they I, have enough issues at home yeah, to deal they, with. They have enough, they're hurting so much that I don't think it's in their best interest to go to war unless Xi Jinping is that fucking crazy. He's like, fuck it. We're going to double down and we're going to go for broke. We're going to fucking destroy America the best we can, you know? And I'm like, well, then they deserve to go down then. That's the case, you know? Yeah. Like, at least the government. Uh, Personally, I don't think that is the case anymore. Yeah, it seems like based on this article, they're saying like China's trying to play a more peaceful role and, uh, and uh, they're trying to avoid war at all costs. And they're trying to like let bygones be bygones, especially with the spy balloon and all yeah, that Yeah, they basically dropped that. Um, I, I didn't even follow up with it. Was it really a Chinese balloon? I don't know. Okay. Does it really matter? It doesn't, but I don't know. I, I might sound stupid from our episode talking about it. I don't know. I'm sure we're going to sound stupid always from any particular episode because things always change. And we're like, oh, yeah, like, like this. I mean, I, I'm always like kind of like got this inner like, thing against china you know just because of like what they've too. done to hong kong yeah. and you know like why why is china so like weird and aggressive and so like one track mind and all that stuff but and, at the same time it's like well we're only hearing the news from this side of the world you yeah, know, yeah, we're, yeah we're hearing the western uh perspective on what china is and what they could be or what they're gonna do you know and um i'm sure it's different the other way around you know mm. like uh, no matter what superpower you subscribe to or belong to like you're gonna hear their propaganda and for us to think that propaganda doesn't exist on our end against other countries is silly yeah you know basically everyone's got something to sell and it's just a matter of you deciding whether or not you like being sold what they're selling and i would i would argue i would argue that we have the greatest propaganda tool which is hollywood and uh how we were the able biggest to marketing sugar- arm ever yeah, in the world. We were, were able to sugarcoat whatever we want and to spin it however we want versus, uh, I mean, I guess China probably has their own Hollywood. They make movies, but, yeah. you know, it, they're probably way more straightforward with their propaganda. <laughs> so, what, so I've always felt like, man, like Eng- uh, America got compromised when China started investing in American movies. Because that was the thing in, in Hollywood. Yeah. It's like, oh, China has got their hands in our movies, so then they're going to start doing Chinese propaganda and all that stuff, and like some communist shit's going to happen or whatever. What do you feel about, how do you feel about Chinese money in American movies now? Maybe they're going to start not allowing it to happen. Mm, maybe. Yeah, maybe China was playing ball at first, and then now with 
well, let's try to work this out and uh, make your movie yeah. you uh, you make some money yeah yeah i don't know yeah that is yeah a lot of contradicting things yeah but you know maybe they were agreeing at one point to work together and then now with them trying to be the peace broker between ukraine and russia now they're you know trying to um, egg on the Taiwan situation. Um, yeah, I really don't know. You know, and I also think like sometimes we, when we talk about stuff like this, I feel like we're also reducing how the, the complexity of the problems, right? So like a lot of times we're like, yeah, so China did this and China did that and China did this and China did that. And we speak of it as if it's like one person or like one entity. It is one entity, but it's like that within that one entity, there's like factions and there's like, you know, different people in charge and conflicting parties at the same time mm-hmm. doing all those things, you know? So it's like, and I guess, you know, looking at our own country, we also have that same problem too. You yeah. Know? So it's like, fuck, like, which way are we pushing? Yeah. I think every country, every entity politically is like pushing in all sorts of different directions. Pretty much. It's always a, it's a constant game of tug of war. Yeah. If you're at the top, there's always somebody coming for you. True. But, oh, yeah, but the article that we were really interested in looking at was talking about how – so we thought that China was like as com- – well, maybe not as communist as you can get, but we thought they were pretty communist. But there is this opinion piece from the South China Sea Post. Morning News. Yeah. <laughs> I forget what it's called. Um, but Oh, it is Morning Post. Ch- South China Morning yeah, Post. Yeah, South China Morning Post. Uh, they're one of the bigger – I don't even know where they're based out of, but I when I read articles about Asia and stuff like that. Yeah, they, they're Asia one of the main up, ones. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we gotta look into who owns them because that that's also like a big part of context. Opinion pieces, yeah, yeah opinion that's pieces true. Is what they're trying to push out. But in this piece, so we always thought China was super communist, but in this piece, they're talking about an ultra leftist entity entity that wants to bring China back into its uh, previous communist um, state yeah, power so, structure. Yeah, so like the, the the history lesson here is that Mao Zedong completely fucked up. He's a user the fuck up that really got China into like a really, really bad situation. And then the Deng Xiaoping yeah, and then Deng Xiaoping comes back in and is like, you know uh, what? Kind of opened up America I mean not America. Yeah, ca- opened he, up China. Again. Yeah, he was like, you know what, capitalism's gonna work. We're gonna do capitalism, but we're not gonna forget some of the balance that we is that is required to make capitalism work because if you let capitalism run its course without any sort of uh, control, then it can go into tyranny very quickly. Mm-hmm. And so I think Deng Xiaoping was like, you know, like there's tyranny on both ends of the spectrum. If you let capitalism run, uh, you have the winners of capitalism, the people that you make have the most money, they're going to run shit and leave nothing for the poor. Whereas like in communism, it's like if you uh overthrow the government make everything equal in in, in the government's eyes but then and, who yeah. actually controls stuff is the government then you also have uh, easy easy access tyranny yeah, so, for the government to become tyrannical yeah, so basically crony capitalism and uh totalitarian communist state is one and the same yeah really and so Deng Xiaoping was kind of like the hero of China in terms of turning it from a shithole country into not a, a shithole of a country, a, a, a power a powerhouse country. I think. Yeah. yeah now they are. Yeah. Uh, and then you know Xi, Xi Jinping is now kind of on the cusp of ruining all that, but he's trying to keep it going. Yeah, honestly, but, I, I think I got to look more into him because our dad talks about him as if he is ruining China right now. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. I'm like, well, what if that's our Western propaganda making him look this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So I don't really know. I would have to look more into him. Yeah. And uh, I've been trying to like hear more on the other side of things to yeah. see what other 
people are talking about. Um, so, but yeah, so this piece is saying that there's an ultra ultra left movement. Yeah, they didn't name this group, by the way. Yeah, I don't know who this group is. But they're trying to bring China back to its more original communist states. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which would totally cripple them. Just like, like we don't like you being so powerful. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna make you think you're doing something good with our leftist ideas, but then in reality it's gonna cripple you again. Yeah. Basically it would be like what happened with the USSR, uh when when the Russian communism Empire, stuff happened. Yeah. When communist well I guess that's the only one I can think of because that's the other very major power uh powerful country at the time that got affected like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because that way with like Cuba, Venezuela and stuff, but we don't examine those as closely yeah. just because and they weren't cons- they, I don't know if they were considered a powerhouse yeah. country prior to communism. Yeah, I, I I'm not trying to disparage them. I just don't know yeah. about those other countries. But uh, this is what we're seeing. So it's gonna be really interesting to see what does happen in the near future. Yeah, yeah this podcast has kind of like forced me into a journey of like learning about communism and stuff like that. And Honestly, I throw the word communism around like like to make light of it. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck it really means. And but now I'm like reading more and more about it, and it's like, it's it's an interesting concept, you know. And, you I, and honestly, I it. believe that there's spectrums of communism. Too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you need a little bit of communism, right? Yeah. Well, I guess they would use the word socialism. socialism. socialism yeah. Because yeah. I think communism truly only works in a small society where there is no actual. Uh, person in charge like like i think i spoke about it in one of our first episodes yeah how the word communism probably it came from the word commune yeah and you know people in villages would live in a commune they all shared like giant garden their livestock and they all lived within harmony they probably didn't really have currency they would just trade and barter things Yeah, yeah yeah but they didn't really have like a leader either that would dictate what each person would get yeah you know, but whenever you put communism in the form of a, a big government, that's where you get the issues that we see that happen in Soviet Russia and, um, you know, Mao's, Mao's China and, uh, you know, I guess, yeah, Cuba, Venezuela, North Korea. I don't know. I don't know as much about those other countries, but yeah, the main problems that we it. do see is coming from communism in the form of a big government. Yeah. You know, because I think. If you put communism in a smaller state, like uh, in a commune, a small village, you could kind of be like a libertarian communist, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't have this... Libertarians in the world. Our libertarian <laughs> listeners like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't use our name. And communism is well, the see, same, that's the thing. same I, I, like, like what you're saying, I think the word communism is thrown around so much in a certain context that we only... actual think, definition. Yeah. And that's what I think, you know, the, the communism that Karl Marx uh, created or wrote about, I don't think that's the only communism that can exist. Okay, true. Yeah. True. Not a pro-communist, but I'd like to see things. Yeah, you are a communist. <laughs> look at that. Look at that. Look at this right here. Communist. What does that say? Um, Sitska. I think this is like Russia's, like maybe Moscow's like a premier football team. Okay. So, no, U-C-K. Hey, it's a s sound, like a uh, T S sound. Okay, the C is an S sound, and then K and A are. Oh, uh, well, what's the first letter then? S, s- like and then C is also s. It's an S. The C is an S. Uh, I think I, if anyone here knows Russian, I might be butchering this, but I believe it's Siska. Siska. Yeah, it's a soccer team. Da da. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> that's all i know <laughs> does yes 
yeah but anyways um yeah our wives our dictator is about to come home yep just got in the car <laughs> heading over there okay sounds good wrapping up okay all right all hail the wives <laughs> they're coming back all right so yeah that will end this week's episode which we still gotta work on the one before <laughs> yeah. maybe we can look it over tomorrow or something yeah. and do some stuff we've had a busy week yeah, yeah we've just been working on the the business thing yeah. and then also just yeah. so we're busy people spend time we love to spend more time doing podcast stuff yeah it's real fun and uh doing in person is really cool too i like it it's different yeah. i feel like we're also not waiting for each other to talk as much yeah like because like in person there's no lag yeah because i think that's the issue with a lot of our we're previous able ones. to like kind of see each other's body language more aside from like what gets cropped from a screen true that's very so, true but yeah we get to cheers each other uh, cheers it's pretty empty now though yeah <laughs> me too yeah all righty well that's it for this week uh if you liked what we talked about today uh make sure to like and subscribe uh you know Put some stuff in the comments, I guess. I don't know. Say hi. Like, subscribe, share. Share, share. with other people. That would be amazing if you like us enough. And make sure, don't forget, to stay oriented. <laughs>